0: Episode 51, 5th of June 2012, profile of author David Shaler. Hello and welcome to AstroTalk UK. ATUK is a not-for-profit amateur astronomy podcast produced by me, Gurubir Singh, an amateur astronomer based in the UK. For more information, see the About and FAQ pages at www.astrotalkuk.org You know what it's like you buy a book on a subject of interest and enjoy it. Later, you see a book on a similar subject that you probably were not going to buy but do so because it's from the same author. Gradually, you end up with several books from that author in your collection. David Shaler is one such author for me. During the Space Day event in Droitwich earlier this year, organised by the British Interplanetary Society West Midlands branch, I finally got to meet David. This is a short recording of our conversation I recorded then. Incidentally, David is the main organiser of the British Interplanetary Society's annual Soviet-Chinese forum, taking place at the BIS headquarters in London on Saturday 9th of June. A link to the PDF of the programme for the day is available online at astrotalkuk.org. The famous space historian author Dave Shaler. David, how many books have you written so far? Uh, four more
1: books, about 22. But hundreds of articles in the spaceflight magazines and on the website loads of stuff and how long have you been doing this mom said i was five years old in 1960 drawing rockets and now i've started following the space program in 1968 when apollo 8 lifted to the moon and followed it every day since
0: what did you do for for a living uh, when you got to working age
1: uh, when i left school i trained as an engineering draftsman then i went in the forces and served in the royal marines for a while and then come out and stayed down in Devon, and I was a lifeguard for a summer, and then uh, went back up into Birmingham and become in, well, went into retail, and I used to work in merchandise in open stores, 20 or 30 years in retail. Now, in the space writing,
0: uh, it's taken you a fair bit around the world. What space-related places have you
1: visited? Uh, in America, basically, the Houston uh, Center in uh, Texas and the Kennedy Space Center in Florida and the Cosmonaut Training Center in Moscow.
0: Now, I've read a lot of your books to do with the Soviet space program. What would you say the bulk of your writings been? American, Soviet or both?
1: Mainly American because
0: I've been following your
1: program with, with the help of American astronauts for a long time. But over the last 25, 30 years, I've got more interest in the Russian program. In fact, it was my history teacher at school that could speak Russian that brought in Pravda in the 60s that got me interested on the Russians. So I followed the early program of 69, 70. Um, And then I got a fascination with trying to understand Russian and then following the the careers of the cosmonauts and getting involved with people like Rex Hall, uh, Neville Kidger and but Viz, people who've been. Well, we're basically called space sleuths because in the time of the Soviet Union, we was always digging in the dust trying to get things out on the Soviet program that NASA would release.
0: What sort of um, things about the Soviet space program did you and the others manage to reveal?
1: A lot about the biographies and the assignments of cosmonauts, mm-hmm. the training, their flight assignments, and what they did. And then over a period of time, some of my colleagues really got to know them as personal friends Mm -hmm. and revealed more about their cosmonaut career than their families knew. It was so secret. Mm -hmm. I personally got really interested in spacesuits, EVA, operational side of things, uh, and also in Soviet stratospheric balloons Mm -hmm. of the 1930s and how the technology and how the systems of supporting those flights, which were headline makers in the 30s, Mm -hmm. were the crux for starting the space program in the 50s
0: now uh, you visited uh, russia what places in Russia did you see?
1: We went on an invite from the cosmonauts to go to the Yuri Gagarin uh, Cosmonaut Training Centre just outside Moscow in June 2003 for the anniversary of Tereshikova, the first woman in space, mm-hmm. and we attended those celebrations. We had a guided tour around the Ignergia uh, space production, basically where they build the spacecraft, and my colleagues and I put our heads inside spacecraft that were three months later flying in space. We went round uh, IMBP, which is the big medical facility, and um, where they've just done the 500-day um, simulation of Mars. We walked through that. It was empty at the time, mm-hmm. but we walked through it. We went to Mission Control, got toured around there, and also to the Air Force Museum, where I saw the uh, the balloon stratospheric balloon gondolas and uh, tours of the space centre around the different mock-ups of the, well, Mia was there and also Soyuz and uh, parts of the space station and things like that.
0: And of all the books you've written, do you have one that you regard as uh, as a favourite? The next one. Okay, what is that then? Don't know.
1: I always say it's the next one. (laughs) I'm writing, I've never written the book that I think is my best or my favourite because you'd never improve. So, all the ones I've written, I've enjoyed at the time, but I'm always looking forward to the next one. At the moment, I'm completing a work on the International Space Station for Apogee Books, and that's been with the help of NASA and the people who've flown on the vehicle. Mm -hmm. I've also discussing about upgrading or improving or um, uh, expanding one of my books, Man's Space Flight Log, Mm And uh, one of the projects I'm looking at is probably doing a book on the Hubble service missions and talking to the astronauts who did that and then looking at different aspects of um, the anniversaries or looking back at the shuttle and that type of thing.
0: In terms of your day job, in addition to the writing, how do you spend your time? I do this full-time now.
1: Since 1999, I uh, was off the contract to write books, and I asked if they wanted, or did one, uh, Space Accidents, that was originally written 10 years before. Uh-huh. And they said, have you got any more titles? And silly uh, question, really, because yes, I had. I had about 10. <laughs> um, they've all gone, and they've, they've, we've got others now. So I do write, I, I work for Astro full-time, and we do lectures in schools, we do school programmes, we're doing more online now. Uh, we're looking at doing e-books right. so a lot of things that I used to do I would put on an e-book and distribute it worldwide we are writing books we do, we do shows like this library mm. um, uh, thing where we t- uh, show and tell really um, we let the information out and ask the children get an interest in science the girls get an interest in science and give them a bit of fun and mm. uh, try and inspire them because they're the next generation to
0: move the society forward in science and technology You mentioned accidents and disasters in space it is in- fact, a book that um, Reg Turnill, BBC's space correspondent, mentioned, and he's told me that he learned so much about the Soviet space history through that book, which he, of course, uh, officially and formally couldn't get in those days, so well done on that. So if uh, people want to access, have a look at some of the books and what you're doing in the near future, um, I guess you want a website?
1: We have a website, www.astroinfoservice.co.uk. Or you can email us, aisoffice at uk, And we do things like Autographica and and loads of stuff. David Scheller, thank you very much indeed. Thank you very much.